All right, friend. So I'm a black female. I'm not an actress. I am a writer. Bitch, I don't know any writers. Okay, Let's go ahead. Okay. I am a writer. <laughs> um, I used to be head honcho at a hospital. Originally from Chicago. Myself and family now reside in Washington, D.C. And we missed and we miss her actively. We as in all us black girls and color folks miss her. Who am I? I was gonna say Michelle Obama. That's right. Really? Yeah. I didn't know she worked at a hospital. Yeah, she used to like she was a lawyer, but I think she was like I don't know if she was, like, the hospital director or president or something like that, but I know, like, she worked as, like, some boss lady at, like, a hospital. What? Yeah. When you and said then, Chicago, the first person I thought was about Michelle Obama, because when you said right, I was like, I, I well, don't because of her book. read. Her book. <laughs> but I thought it was fitting, because with all this fucking foolishness that's going on with number 45... I thought it was only fitting to talk about Sis, We Miss You. Do you know, I had no idea what everybody on Twitter, Facebook, I had no idea what they were talking about. Because I don't watch the news. Right. It's so depressing and just... Very. It just makes, gives me like ill will, so I just choose not to watch it. That's how I feel about local news. Well, first and first, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. We are back with another episode. Yes. Oh my God, our one year is coming up. I know. You're back from your vacation. 2020 is here. Yes. Um, I survived my first holiday as a married lady. Yeah. So that was good. Um, the cost, well, no, say costumes, but the pajamas were cute. Thanks. That was really cute. They were super hot. They look hot as fuck. They're very comfortable, but they were super hot. They look like they were made out of wool. It, it feels like a it feels like a blanket. Okay. It feels like a blanket, and the whole time when we put them on, like. I had ordered, because I ordered them off of Amazon, I had ordered, like, a size or three up. Mm-hmm. Right? A size or three up? Because it's Amazon. Mm-hmm. I get it. And I didn't really know. But so which I had, one was it? Was it one, two, or three? So I ordered the woman's <coughs> XL. I ordered a woman's XL for the mm-hmm. pajamas. And then for the man, I just ordered a large. But I couldn't really, it wasn't, there weren't any reviews on it, so I was taking a big chance, and it was last minute. Mm-hmm. So when I got it, I was just like, oh, well, they both look big. So I just took cool not thinking anything. So when he came downstairs and he put them on, he was just like, this is super tight. And he was, and I was, I didn't want to say anything. He was just like, are you sure this is a woman's that I'm wearing? I said, oh, no, 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 they're just both going to be big. But then something was just like, Alex, go ahead, like, that's, that's yours. So then I put it on, and it fit. It was still really big on me, um, but... Clearly, the men and women's was cut differently. Hence, the man and the woman. That's funny. If you would have made that man walk around with that all day. He came down the stairs. And I was just like, why does it look like that? And then because it's like, it feels like a blanket. Like, I didn't have clothes on underneath. Yeah. All right. TMI, but all right. Well, this is in the house. That's how you start the new year. Well, okay. And... Speaking of to my 90s babies, specifically 1990, niggas is about to be 30 this fucking year. Yeah, I say you'll know. be 30 by the end of this decade, so relax yourself, sis. Sister girl. The end of this decade? Yeah, you'll be in your 30s. Yeah. So 90s babies, we are not okay. Yeah, I just had a birthday. We're not okay. I'm 28. Isn't it crazy? That's crazy. Two years behind. But you got that late birthday. Yeah, so it's not two years. I'm only one year behind you. You're 90, I'm 91. Oh, yeah. But you're at the end, like, literally yeah, the day after Christmas. Yeah. Okay, so are you a person who does, like, New Year's resolutions? Yes, and I have one. Okay, and I didn't it. start yet. Okay, so my New Year's, I'm actually in the middle of a, um, a bet. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of like a bet. So on the 10th of January, we're going to put in $25 a piece. And then uh-huh. every every month, we're going to put $10 into a jar. Right. By May, depending, um, 
whoever loses the most gets the money. It's okay. not a goal. Well, it's not it's like you have to lose you 15 to pounds or whatever, but you want your money back. So that's in a nutshell what that is. Killing and also too. as a husband and wife, me and Josh are doing, um, working out together. So okay. we're actually starting that on Monday because I need time to get some actual good food in the house. I see you with your Apple Watch. Yes. So, um, because this holiday season has been nothing but fucking shit shows for me. Um, my husband got me a really, I had a really good Christmas and an okay birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my grandmother on the 23rd, the same day that I came back from the trip. Mm. She ended up passing away. Um, so dealing with all of that and then family coming over, you know, Christmas came. So Christmas day, I got some Nike shoes. I really don't really wear tennis shoes like that because I'm not really like a name brand tennis shoe person. I don't think I've ever seen you in like sweats outside the house. Besides that pink stupid sweatsuit that I got from Walmart a couple years ago, that's the only thing you've ever seen me in. I love sweats. I do too, I'm but proud of you. I asked him for this, and I didn't think he was going to get it because it was so late and soon. I asked him for it like around December 6th, and I didn't think he was going to get it for me, but he did. So I got some shoes. I got a wristlet. I got two wristlets. Mm-hmm. Um, Adidas sweatsuit, a new Apple Watch, a new Apple Band for my Apple Watch. Um, and he bought me for for my birthday a whole bunch of Fenty lingerie. Hey, can I tell? Oh, oh. And what I said was okay. Is, right, that's what I said. Is, okay, what you know about Fenty? He was like, Yeah, I heard a lot of people talking about it. I wanted to get it for you. I said, No, nigga. Okay, you gonna no, be pregnant with baby no, number three? You this is for around. you. This ain't for me. This is for you. He was I like, I didn't well, take you for a lingerie, girl. I'm not. At I was. All. I was slowly like making my way into it. I'm really, I still haven't transitioned into it. Only because my kids still share the same room as me. So I don't feel comfortable like being like completely. I feel like I'm too nipples to be trying to be like too sexy. Like I got some Fenty foundation for the first time. Okay. Changed my life. I love it. Yes. But, and I've looked on her like Fenty Savage, like lingerie, but I don't know. Like I'm very much, um, I've always been like super, super like body conscious even when I was smaller like mm-hmm. and I remember it's so crazy you're not the only one being, even it's crazy I remember being in college and my teacher our professor said she says appreciate <coughs> the body you have now she says because 10 years after that I was just like why didn't I appreciate that body and here I am now I'm just like why didn't I appreciate that body like even when I was small and I look back at pictures and I have this one picture of me in like a bathing suit and I thought to myself like Alex I remember like as soon as I was done taking the picture I put like I always swim with like a shirt on or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like I was super self-conscious. So I can't ever foresee me like going out and just putting on some lingerie. But see, you and your man was your husband. You have seen, he's seen you naked. But even then I'm like, which is what's really funny. And like, I feel, and that's one thing I'm trying to work on is speaking of like resolutions. Like I want to feel good naked, mm-hmm. but because when I was younger, like, I used to dance. That's why I stopped dancing. I wanted to go to Juilliard. I told you that before. Mm-hmm. But my body was developing, and I was just, like, you know, something. And I remember a dance teacher saying something about, like, when I started developing breasts, and we had to put on this, like, leotard, and she was just, like, that's the problem with you girls when you get your big boobies earlier than everybody else. It's kind of hard to fit your dance stuff on. And, like, after that, like, I immediately became very, very self-conscious of my body, and I stopped wanting to, like, dance when I would put on my leotard I used to put on like I would double up and I wasn't big at all looking back at it now but at that point in time I'd be like you're gonna be too big to be like a ballet dancer or pursuit and like that is the honest to god reason why I stopped dancing and see I felt like that instructor had no place or business saying right. anything like that if right. anything it should have had a conversation with your mom mm-hmm. and be like hey you know I noticed Alex is starting to develop maybe we should right. take some steps and you know maybe I don't know. Leotard, like, different. we were, like, getting ready for, like, a showcase. And I was in this, shout out to Arts Collective, because I was in this thing called Performing Ensemble. Mm-hmm. So we had to audition to be in it. So, like, I did, like, I danced for maybe, like, 12 years. I think I want to say it was that much. But I did, like, tab, jazz, ballet, hip-hop, African, uh, point, like, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I really, really loved um, ballet. But anyways, we were getting ready for this, like, African dance performance, whatever, and we had to wear, like, our grass, like, 
skirt ensemble piece and it was like she wanted to like roll like the leotard down or whatever the case was but she was saying like the way that it was fit like I was just starting like you know when like Mm -hmm. you're you're just starting to get breasts or whatever whatever the case was um but she was trying to like figure out like how to make it work because I was at the age it was just kind of like I didn't need to wear a bra Mm -hmm. but it's like literally I started gonna just like they came up overnight and they hadn't anticipated for my costume putting in that Mm-hmm. for me so I always we used to wear like we had a uniform that we used to wear and then when like you took it off just to have the leotard done she was just like I didn't even know you grew those so it was just like okay and after that it just became self-conscious so when I think back to like wanting to put on like lingerie like I would be mortified even like walking around I'd just be like like yeah. I'll cover up be like don't look don't look don't look don't look in high school I was in a size large Mm-hmm. And that's because I had titties. Mm-hmm. Like, these things are humongous, okay? <laughs> so, in high school, I used to think I was so fat. I didn't like to wear anything. Yeah. Like, I thought I was ugly, all these different things. And then now, a bitch is married with two kids. This is the biggest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it is what it is. You ever see some people and you're like, especially when you were in the DR. I'm sure you saw some people, you was like, now she could wear that while I'm over here feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes. And these I envy those people that can do it. I'm just not that I'm very in my head about it. These motherfuckers from Brazil and from Canada and the Ukraine and all that, they be over here wearing the Speedos, anything. And these women, they look so sloppy put together, but they have so much confidence. Yeah, I wish. I just don't. So for me, for New Year's, I don't necessarily have one resolution I'm not a resolution person but every year I do like a list a goal list mm-hmm. and at the end of the year I go on to check it out so I bought my new planner from Target was this really cute thanks this is mine from last year so I like to compare and contrast my list and I mark off things mm-hmm. but this year I decided to do things a little bit differently in addition to doing my goal list I also wanted to um because I am turning 30 and health is becoming, I'm becoming more health conscious, like shit that I can do at 2021, I cannot do at 29 years old. Mm-hmm. So I'm making like conscious efforts to be a little bit more healthy. And now that like you, that I've got my Apple watch and I'm coming for you because I'd be like, okay, let me be our shade. She killing me over there with the calorie game over here. Let me get the fuck Honestly, up and do something. But do I'll you be see watching. that? Yes. That's why I was requesting you. So it's me, I follow Kunle, my best friend Rohana, and then you. Girl, I don't be doing shit. Me and Kula are in a competition to see who can burn the most calories. I don't be doing shit. You actually burn a lot, like, pretty early, pretty early in the day. And I'd be looking, I'd be like, no, let me get up. <laughs> let, me get, let me get the fuck up. That's because where I work at, it's a lot of walking you have to do. Yeah. So. You burn a lot. So I'd be looking, I'd be like, uh-uh. Get the fuck up, Alex. Do what you have to do. Just wait till I get back into the gym, sis. Then you're going to be like, Girl, what the fuck? I've been going back. So I started before the end of the year. No, I started before the new year. So I'm trying to get into the gym four times a week. Okay. I've already hit three, so I need to go today. And then I'm trying to like not eat past a certain time. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to limit my eating out to only one time a week. Okay. So that'll be today. And if you do... Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of water. Everything yeah. coming together. Well, I'm never really... I don't really like drink soda or anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. I've had this juice for, like, four days. And I've taken, like, a little cup every day. Yeah, you take... First of all... Yeah. You sip and sip and sip. Yeah. All fucking day. When I was in college, I used to drink, like... You know how they had those big Hawaiian punch juices? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, we used to buy them in, like, all different flavors at Walmart. Because that was our, like, our mall, our grocery store, everything. And I swear to God, I could drink that thing in, like, two days. And the Simply Lemonades. But, remember, I told you I was, like, very weight conscious. Mm-hmm. My doctor was just, like, because I never really ate a lot. He was just, like, you're drinking your calories. So that's when I stopped with the juice. And it was just straight, like, water or tea or seltzer. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't really, like, drink juice that, that much. But um, stress will take you out. And mm-hmm. you and I have had this conversation. <laughs> and... I have to de-stress, and I'm going to make a conscious effort to go ahead and get myself some type of therapy to talk to someone, Mm -hmm. because the way that my body reacted, Mm -hmm. and it didn't dawn on me until the doctor, like, I went to the doctor, and ladies, let me tell you something, hormones will fuck you up, this is just, like, 
This is on a personal note. Like, I hadn't seen my cycle in however long. And, of course, you know, you're thinking, like, oh, my God, am I pregnant or whatever the case is. So I'm doing all these tests. But I went to the doctor, and he was just like, it's your stress. So he was, like, going over my hormone levels. So then he gave me some, like, medication to force my cycle to come. Mm -hmm. But he was just like, you have to de-stress. And he said, and the fact that you didn't even realize that you were that stressed, he was just like, that's a problem. So I'm trying to make a conscious effort mind, body, and soul to be on top of my stuff. Yeah, I'm stressed now, and it's been a minute since... Not a minute, but it's only been a full month and a couple days since I've seen my cycle, and that's because I'm super duper That's that fancy. No, I haven't even put it on. Okay. That's the fancy. No, ma'am. You ain't got to lie to me. (laughs) It's because of everything that's going on personal-wise as far as, like, losing my grandmother, transitioning now to being a homeowner, trying to figure out the funeral service, different things of that Mm -hmm. sort. So, it's a lot to take on. And trying to be a wife, a mom, a full-time student, and deal with everything else that I have to deal with. So, I'm completely stressed. So, I already know that's what that is. Well, girl, hopefully yours comes because... I need Mother Nature, the universe, to go ahead and give me my money back. No, because so I don't got the test I was taking, and I was just like, let me just be sure. So I Girl. went to the doctor, and he was just like, you're not. He's like, you're not pregnant, so you can relax. Okay, you can relax. He said, um, he said, but you know, stress, and that's something that I know stress manifests in different ways. And I think something really big in the black community is like, you know, stress will take us out. Mm-hmm. Especially as black women, we hold on to a lot of things. You know, we are the and I'll be all we want to, you know, suppress things. We're trying to be the captain, save a hole, whatever it is in the household. But your body will tell on you and your body will react. And the fact that it did that scared the fuck out of me. And the doctor was just like, the fact that you don't even realize or acknowledge that you're that stressed is a problem. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay. And then for Kuli to say, he was just like, you stress about everything. And I was just like, I don't feel like it. He was just like, he said, yeah, but you function on like nothing's wrong. He was just like, but I know you. So that's that. But moving on. Um, oh, yes. And Arshay got her YouTube page back popping. Hello. It's about time. Review on magnetic lashes. I actually saw them in the store. I'm not commenting. Yeah. You know how I feel. I'm one of those, I don't like the attention on me. I'm not one of those people like, well, oh, go, go um, look at this because I'm in it or whatever. If it comes up in the conversation, you know, because I'm in school for graphic designing. Right. And people ask me, oh, well, what do you think about, what do you want to do with your degree when you're done? I'm like, I want to do video editing. Right. Because I enjoy doing that. Right. And they're like, oh, well, you can do a YouTube channel. I was like, well, I already have one. I have a YouTube channel. I have a podcast. So let me just say that when you were gone, shout out to Janine for um, doing Hold the podcast it down. with me. Yes, hey girl. Um, I was just like, okay, so normally our shade does this part because <laughs> it took us forever to get started. So really? shout out to you. Yes, because I was just like, no, something doesn't look right. So I had to go on these. I was like, you know, what, F it. We're just gonna go right into our ankle port, our anchor portal, and we're gonna record there. And I was just praying. I was just like, please, God, do not let this bleed. Just want you to know that, okay? Thank you. It's nice to know that I'm needed and I'm loved. And speaking of lashes, I told you I got my Fenty. Mm -hmm. No, let's talk about those those lashes that you have. Right, that's what I was going to say. So, I don't know how you bitches wear those big butterfly fucking lashes on Mm -hmm. your face. I don't. First of all, it's not cute. So, I really wish we could just, if we could mute those this year, I'd appreciate that. Let me just say that. But, I'm getting better with putting on my lashes. Okay. However, I feel like halfway through the night, and maybe because I'm a person whose skins are always in my face, first of all, they start to scratch my eyelid, but then I realize that it's coming up. Mm. So then I end up ripping it off. So um, I went to a, we had a family member pass away at the end of the year, and went to a service, and I was just like, all right, like, I'm about to wear my lashes. Guys, I, I said, Colin, I need you to be on lash duty. Okay? And I felt like before we left the house, I was like, you know what? This isn't going to work for me. Because I don't watch it. And I put on a hat on purpose just in case it fell off. But girl, right when we was about to leave, I felt that bitch lift up. And I was just like, fuck it. Put your mascara on and go on about your business. So I am determined to perfect my last game this year. Okay, so I've been watching a couple YouTube videos because I am one of those people, like I said in my video, that struggles to put on lashes. So this one girl, she said, instead of putting the glue on the band, 
do it like you do eyeliner, but you're not comfortable doing eyeliner. I don't wear eyeliner because I have big ass eyes. So I don't need it. Okay. I don't feel like you have big ass eyes. I they're feel big. like they're pretty. You. And you can, you know, have it there and it not be a problem. But to each his own, I get it. Um, to line your eyeliner, but it's clear. That's the thing. If you get the clear one, it won't even look like you're doing eyeliner. And you just wait till it's tacky and then put your eyelash on. But me, I don't like doing that. And see, for me, one always looks nicer than the other. It's always it's always the one, your dominant hand. Yeah. Your dominant side is always going to look better. So they yeah. tell you to start with the non-dominant side. Okay. Because your less dominant side will take you longer and you'll want to perfect it more. Right. Yeah. I just don't know how y'all wear that. I did learn, though, before we move on. Vaseline is good for your eyelashes. Like, it helps them, like, I don't want to say to grow, but it conditions your lashes. Never knew that, but I will yeah. use that now. Yeah. So, I just wanted to share that. Hmm. All right, so you're president. Did you That's fuck- your Uncle Don. No. I can't. I can't. You know First what's funny? First of all, no. Josh brought that up. He was like, you need to talk to your Uncle Donnie. I said, who? I woke up to that news. So, apparently... I don't know, because, you know, I don't necessarily care to watch the news unless I absolutely have to because the news is very depressing and traumatizing mm-hmm. for me, especially local news, making that one leave the fucking house. But apparently um, there were some attacks placed on a U.S. embassy in Iran, and Trump said, fuck it, I'm retaliating, which I get, um, and he did so, and apparently he didn't get any authorization to do so. And now he has gone ahead and he has deployed... Either 35,000 or 3,500 U.S. troops. And, of course, black Twitter, like, we just give no fucks. And it's all these memes, like, dear, dear Iran, black people, we ain't got no problems with y'all or whatever the case mm-hmm. is. And as funny as the memes are, you know, I have a lot of, I have military personnel in my family. Both of my parents are in the military. My brother and sister-in-law are in the military. Um, and I have some close people in my circle who were in the military. And... I just think, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what the, like, and I just want to all those people who are so pro maga this, that, and the third, are y'all asses gonna sign up on the front line to go out there? Of course not. Like, that's scary. And being that we do live in the DMV area, that makes it even crazier. And they showed this clip of Trump saying, I think this is when um, Obama was president. Oh, smart of you to go ahead and try to go into war with Iran or whatever it is, so that you can go ahead and be reelected. And when I saw him that he was that he did that, I was just like, look at this Negro right, not Negro, but this nigga right here, doing all of this so that he can go ahead. I said, if that's not a political move to go ahead and get his ass back in the office, I don't know what is. Because him being impeached wasn't enough. They're not going to kick him out. You don't need to. They're not going to. They're not going to. But I think if 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 black people or people didn't get out before. No, you know what? No. Fuck that. Because black people, black women, we came out and we voted. We voted. It's your other one bitches. You other women and things like that who didn't come out and vote. But I feel like simply because of this, he's going to win again. I hope not. And I think this is a political... Um, some type of strategy for him to If that's the case, why didn't he bomb South Korea when whatever that guy's name was talking about he wanted to bomb or plan to bomb? He's not going to fuck with Korea. That's one thing, like... Yeah, the Korean, Chinese, Japanese, they are on a whole different level of smartness. (laughs) They're on a whole nother level of just... We don't fuck with them. We want to be in their good graces. But... I just, and the fact that they're telling, like, U.S. citizens, they're like, you know, if you are there, like, get out immediately or whatever the case is. And the bigger issue is, is that apparently he's supposed to speak with Congress and they're supposed to vote on it or whatever the case is when you go ahead and make those things. The only ruling that the president can make without any backing of anybody, the only essential executive order that he can make is saying, okay, we are going to war. And he doesn't need the backing of anybody else. However, with this, he needed permission. So I'm wondering if that's going to affect him being taken out of the White House. However, at this point in time, you've already gone ahead and you've put us at even more risk as Americans mm-hmm. by fucking doing some shit like that. I just, I don't understand. And to all the people who were like picketing all the Trump supporters and the MAGA this and the MAGA that, 
Where y'all niggas at? Cause y'all going out there? That's what I want to know. And it just, we are truly living in our last days. And shit like this makes me not like want to like, I already don't want to go out in public spaces now. Hmm. But I'm not trying to be in nobody's metro. I don't want to be in nobody's DC. None of that foolishness. I don't want to be in nobody New York or whatever the case is because of this nigga's inability to stop and have some rationale in his thought process. And Iran already said that they're not taking this lightly. Yeah. So they're, they're apparently they're having three days of mourning. Um, but yeah, you said they said that they're, you know, they are going to retaliate. And of course, Trump has, you know, jetted his plane to Florida. So no surprise there. No surprise there, but you know, just just praying for all of our you know military personnel because they're gonna have they're they're going back out there, mm-hmm. and you are dealing with these people who literally. What's very interesting is is that this is when we're going into some of these countries. These are dealing with people who, you know, they're not afraid to die for their country and what they believe in. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm good. I'm good on that. So we'll see. So speaking of laws and, and politics. Did you see that now there are 21 states, I think there's 21 states, that there, and Maryland is included, that you have to be 21 years old to purchase tobacco? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I agree with it. What's wrong with that? I don't disagree with it. I just don't know why it took so long. Yeah. The laws and the rules back in the day, it was just like, you can do anything. People were having like 900 damn different kids. And then now, if we do it now, it's like, oh, you're a hoe, you're a thot, you're this, you're that. Who's taking care of them? Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, for them to do it now, um, I think it's a late, but I'm happy they're doing something now about it. I just... Now, is that for all things? Because you got tobacco, you have e-cigarettes, you yeah. have vaping, you have yeah. all these different things. Yeah. Tobacco now, products. <clears throat> why can't we do and make the same rules about gun laws? Where's the energy and effort for that? I mean, I'm just saying, like, we're, very, we're over here arguing about the smallest and dumbest things, but then we have people that need the most attention as far as mental health having access to guns. At 18. You can buy that at Walmart. Not even 18. That too. Yeah. Not even 18. Buy it online. 15, 16, 17. Remember we were talking about, what school was that? I couldn't remember. They had, um... The teacher fought the student. Mm-hmm. That second school, some little boy had bought a gun to school. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Archie, I didn't even think about that, and that's a great point. And I think I think from the perspective of, first of all, tobacco has been, lung cancer is a very real thing, okay? Mm-hmm. But I think now, um, and shout out to Truth Initiative, because they're, if you've ever seen those commercials on like MTV or things first like that. First of all. Okay, shout out to them, but the motherfucking commercials they come on in me. the middle of the night. They scare me. They're fucking loud. Especially that one with the blowhorn, whatever, like, something, like, meh. I don't like <laughs> the one where, like, they take off, like, their ears and stuff. Yes. I don't like that. I get it, but I don't like that. But I feel like, I think it's a great thing. However, I remember when I worked at the high school, like, kids would have their, like, vape pens. Mm-hmm. Just in the hallway, just like you know, whatever. Like these niggas was bold. They were grand the high school is that these kids gave no fucks. But um, so then to roll it back, but I'm just like, so weed is less harmful than tobacco. Why isn't that legal? All over the place. So I don't understand. But again, my theory is is that now that these, you know, it's becoming a wink wink epidemic. Now that the opioids have gotten in the hands of white kids and it's becoming an issue, now all of a sudden it's oh my gosh, you know, let's roll back these laws and this then a third. You have to be a certain age to even purchase cold medicine in the store. Mm-hmm. So something that, that you know causes recently. cancer. Something that you know causes cancer. And you can only purchase some places you can only purchase a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Because people when they were doing like when like uh lean was a big thing. And it's, was it Scissorp? Scissorp was before Lean, but whatever it was. Like, you know, with the Dirty Sprite and the Codeine mm-hmm. and the Sprite and the Jolly Rancher. Um, yeah, you have to be like 18 to buy it. 
you know, I went to the CVS recently because um, I have to take a different type of brand because I've had blood pressure. So I take, mm-hmm. like, um, it's called quarcetic. So then my kids needed some cold medicine, too. So right. then the lady was like, why are you buying two different cold medicines? And like, one, because I'm fucking sick, and two, my kids are sick. Right. And she was like, you guys need different ones? Yes, I have high blood pressure. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I know that they ask people. But this but wasn't I've at never the reg- this wasn't at the regular counter. This okay. was in the back with the pharmacy because I had already oh, had to pick up. I okay. had already had to pick up like some medicine, my daughter's EpiPen or whatever. And I was just back there. And I was like, well, can I just go ahead and pay for it? And they were like, fine. And then you know the pharmacist came up and just like, we just want to make sure that you're not abusing, you know, cold medicine. Really? Have- yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But I mean, shout out to them. I just I don't know why it took so long. Um, but again, I don't see how something that you know that's carcinogenic, something that causes cancer, is legal at all. Okay. However, then fucking weed isn't legal. I don't get that. But that's a great point of the you know we can we can vote. You know we can buy it. We can. The fact that you have the legal right to purchase a firearm before you are able to like. Get on your own insurance mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. That like that blows my mind. That's fucking crazy. Good point, Mache. I don't necessarily know how that's gonna work because what do you do then for the kids who already have their vape pens? Like, do well, they are they allowed all, where, to ask for ID? First of all, where are their parents? I mean, think about. And then I, you got to consider the people that are in college, like, and they're doing it or whatever. But right. then they have, like, RAs. Mm-hmm. And then those need to be, like, types of questions. Like, who has a vape pen? Okay, we need to start checking IDs because now, just like, even if you go to a restaurant and it was, like, smoking, non-smoking, you need to know. I don't want to share a dorm room with somebody that is, smokes or has a vapor. Yeah. And I don't know about it, you know what I mean? But same with hook. Wait, so, well, hookahs have a... Tobacco. Not all hookahs. Do you have hookahs to be 21? Well, yeah, I guess that would make sense. Because hookah lounges are normally have like alcohol and things like that. Mm-hmm. I just want to know, like, if I'm walking down the street and I have my hookah, like, are you allowed to, um, are they allowed to ID you? I mean, the way that they press people out for weed, they should be able to uh, ask people for IDs. Hmm. Well, we'll I'm saying just keep the same energy. Well, Marilyn is on board, so we'll see. We will see. see. Did you watch the Kevin Hart documentary? I've watched three episodes of it. So same, far. the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are your th- what's your immediate takeaway? Mine is that I think Kevin Hart is an asshole. He confirmed my suspicions. Why do you think he's an asshole? He gives me, like, you know how some people, like, on TV, like, they just come off, like, oh, I'm super positive, I'm super this, I'm super that. Not to say he isn't, but he gives me, like, in real life that he's probably, like, an asshole. He doesn't give me those vibes. He just gives me asshole vibes. He gives me, like, that one cousin that comes over for Thanksgiving and Christmas that you want to chill with, but your mother know that they fucking foolish, so they try to keep you away, but like, y'all still end up going out to the store and getting in trouble. Like, he's funny, but I mean in the sense of, like, He's very, like, he's, I feel like he's not as personable in real life as he is, as what he portrays when he's in his interviews and things like that. Hmm. I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't grasp that. That's the vibe that he gives me. And, um, Aniko, Anika, you're a bird. And your timeline still don't match up. Okay. Because Kevin Hart was married until 2011. And that's when Torrey was saying some, like, like, I think it was last year, whatever it was, when Aniko had posted, like, their anniversary. Oh, like, you know, we've been together for however many, many years, been married for this many. And people were saying that timeline don't add up. And she met Kevin in 2009. Mm-hmm. He didn't get divorced until 2011. And if you go back and you watch some of his older stand-up, he talks about cheating on his first wife. And how, like, they were trying to, like, get through that and everything else. So, sis, you just told her yourself. And Kunle was just like, she probably had Kevin bring that up in the documentary so she doesn't seem like a homewrecker. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, certain states require you to be separated, legally separated. For a year. Right, but you're still technically married. Yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not defending her, but I'm just saying in general, you have to keep that in mind. Yes. However, 
remember Toray had said she was just like, no, we were still very much married. And the way that she, and granted there are three times every story, the way that she perceived it to be was just that him asking for the divorce kind of came out of nowhere. And he has admitted, like, cheating several times. And then I also peeped how she said, like, three times, that's it, I'm done. So I think, and my takeaway, what it's been from the beginning is, is that you know Kevin has done what he did. However, your issue was that it was made public. And I think that's the issue with a lot of women. It's one thing to cheat on me, but then it's another thing for other people to know about it. And then to be public. Whose issue? And Nico. Okay, When yeah. she was talking about it. Because mm-hmm. she mentioned something about it. Like, you do it three times, like, that's it, I'm done, I'm out. And she didn't give me vibes that she was upset that he cheated. She gave me vibes that she was upset that it was so public. Mm-hmm. So that's what I <coughs> took away from it. That's what I took away. But she a bird. <coughs> and you lose them how you get them. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Did you watch the show You yet? Not yet. Can you please? I am. But I'm into, right now, like this interior design show. Called what? Interior design. Is that right? Is it HGTV show? No, it's on Netflix. Really? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you send it to me? Because I didn't think you were into stuff like that. Excuse me? Every time I come here... You're watching... No, the TV just... Let me say something. I, I, <coughs> if I go into people's houses during to open houses and pretend that I'm about to buy a house, and I tell you how much you I love HGTV... You the bird. Not her. And I go into like West Elm and things like that just to look, and I'm like, all right, we should do this, we should do that. Why wouldn't you send that to me, friend? I'm sorry. I didn't think you were interested. When I watch House Hunters, I'm like, she should have picked this house. Mm-hmm. You could have done this. Property Brothers, all of it. Mm-hmm. Well, now I know. Um, it's also a makeup one on there, too, but I know you're not into makeup. No. So I was watching that in the DR. And then now I'm, like, into this inter- interior design thing. Because, you know, I'm in school for graphic designing, of course. So anything makeup-wise or being creative is my jam. Hmm. Well, maybe I will watch it, friend. Um, I just want to let you know I sent you the episode yesterday because Love After Lockup is back with what? some of my favorites. It's back on now? Yes. I missed the episode? You, I sent it to you last night. Oh, you did? I sent I it to you last night. I didn't even see that part. All I was paying attention to was the, the agenda. Okay. I sent it last night. So that's that. Um, okay, I need to go watch that when I get home. Mm-hmm, friend. All right, so before we get into our last topic, I wanted to ask you, being that we are wrapping up this decade, or it's done with a new one, what would you say was the movie of the decade? If you had to pick. Hmm. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I would say Queen of Slim. Of the decade? Oh, the decade. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I thought you said of the year. No. Um. Oh, I don't know. I don't go to movies like that. Okay. Okay. What about a show? Like, what's one movie or a show that you felt like everybody was on? I would definitely say Game of Thrones. Yeah. Game of Thrones and Power. Yeah, I feel like power for us black folks. Game of Thrones for everybody. Everybody. Um, but movie? I don't know what I could say for movie. Anything Marvel. Yeah. Because Marvel was spitting out movies within these last 10 years. I would say Marvel was a big deal. Harry Potter's were a big deal. Mm-hmm. Twilights were a big deal. I feel like, but I feel like the this last decade was the year, like the decade of like the remakes. Yes. So I can't the pinpoint remakes, it to a reboots. specific movie, but I would say like the reboots and the remakes. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like hands down. Like every time I fucking turned around, there was a new fucking like rebate. I mean not rebate. Blah, 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 reboot. Mm-hmm. I agree. Hmm. Who do you think musically took over? Me, it's Drake, hands down. And Rihanna. For the decade? Not for the decade. I don't care. Megan. Fight me. I I might have to. I'm just going to move on from this topic. You do that. I like Megan, but... Fight me. No. (laughs) I'm going to give it to Drake, and I'm going to also give it to... 
Um, Rihanna. Rihanna has like crossed so many different barriers in the sense of like music, fashion, makeup. What did she put out in the last ten years? Musically. Well, Auntie was amazing. That was in ten years? Yeah, that was in the last ten years. When you think of can her we, like can we move the timeline up because No I'm over here struggling. <laughs> you gotta think of the last ten years. Who was an artist that was always consistent? But not even just musically. Just I'm gonna say artist. I'm gonna say Drake. Like across everybody fucking loves Drake. Everybody fucks with Drake. Don't need to. We had to think that. I would also give it to Nicki Minaj. She fucking dominated. And then I would give it to Rihanna and Beyonce. Beyonce too. But Rihanna more so because Rihanna Cross barriers. Cross barriers. Nationally, internationally, and then sis put on with her fucking makeup, mm-hmm. like that was a huge deal. That was her her diamond ball, her charities, her fashion. Like Brianna is fucking iconic. Mm-hmm. This music shit is for play for now for her. Side note, that's, that's her to come up with this album, right? That's just some extra money. Yes, so to pay for her other businesses, and then Drake is just everybody fucks with Drake. Mm-hmm. You cannot, like, when I think of, like, all of my college years, from, like, freshman year of college, all throughout, even me up until now being in a 29 years old, it's Drake. Drake was my 20s. So, yeah. All right. So, I want your take on this. So, Nene Leakes, are you caught up on Housewives? No. I don't watch that. <sighs> all right. So, Nene Leakes, her son, she has two sons. Mm-hmm. Um, her older son is not through, is not her husband, Greg's, but whatever. So apparently he isn't the best father. He's got kids all over the place. He's a deadbeat. But apparently the leaks went ahead and she bought her son a house. Her son's child's mother went ahead and went in a post, a rant about it. And she was saying that she's upset with Nini because she says, why would you go ahead and purchase him a home when he doesn't even take care of the responsibilities he has now? He doesn't work. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. Why would you go ahead and purchase him a home? I brought this up because I wanted your take on your mom. How do you feel? I guess it's a two-part question. How do you feel about parents, specifically mothers, rewarding essentially bad behavior? That's like the first section of it. Mm -hmm. And then where do you draw the line on as a parent, what you are and aren't going to support for, like, when you're helping out your kid with something? Well, one, to start off the first part of your question, I already tell my children now, and they're three and four, that I do not reward bad behavior. Right. So I'm not tolerating any fucking foolishness. That's not happening, Captain. As far as her buying the house, um, maybe she just wanted him out of her house. Was he living with, like, no. what was the living situation to begin with? He wasn't, he wasn't living with Nini's. Like, Nini's always supported him. Like, you know, she's bought him cars, this, that, and the third. Mm. Mm. That's a tough one. Um, I'm not rewarding bad behavior. At some point, that man needs to be a man and get a job. I hate when people, because my grandmother did that for so many years. She basically babied my father. Mm. So now he does not know at 53 years old how to manage money, how to pay a bill, what what the value of a dollar is because my grandmother paid for everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then you end up isolating and making your child incompetent and just all around stupid to me. I think, again, I'm not a parent, but... I'm not even going to go there. That's an off-air conversation about that topic. But... I, I knew a person who completely grades was effing trash, okay? And then their mother still let them go ahead and play basketball. And her thing was just like, okay, but, I mean, he's not getting in trouble. Me, when I worked in high school, I couldn't work if my grades were some shit. My mom was just like, oh, you yeah. kiss that goodbye. Oh, and yeah. I think about small things like that trailing into when people get older. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? First of all... He's 30 years old. I'm not buying you no fucking house. 
she also might be feeling guilty in trying to overcompensate for something that was not there. Okay, he's 30. My grandmother did that too. My father's father, which is my grandfather, passed away um, when my dad was 10. Mm -hmm. So at some point, I'm not saying she was buying his love, but at some point I feel like she was trying to overcompensate and fill that void and that gap by throwing materialistic things. And I think there. a lot of times, even when you think of parents like who work too much, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or whatever the case is, or it's one parent household, like, you know, let me show my love this way. And I understand that, but I feel like, I feel like there's also a thing as enabling behavior. Mm-hmm. And I say that in the sense of, oh, well, you know, he does it because X, Y, and Z happened when he was younger or whatever the case is. And that's fine. But then you hit a certain point where it's like, now you're a grown-ass person. You're a whole-ass adult. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have no sense of responsibility. I'm rewarding that. It's one thing if he, like, maybe just graduated and he didn't have no kids, and, like, you know, he just accomplished something. But this is a grown man. He's he's very grown. He's 30 years old. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have not one, not two, but three kids. Mm-hmm. Different baby moms. Mm-hmm. So I feel like once you get to be a certain age and you decide, I'm going to have kids, not one, but multiple, you were off of my radar of letting me take care of you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And especially at 30. And I'm not to say that people don't fuck up, but you've, Put yourself in this position multiple times. I'm not buying you shit. And it's telling for the girl to go ahead and to step out. And she's just like, you're rewarding his behavior. And that's what surprised me. Because it's one thing for a family member to say something. But for his, I hate this term, but baby mom to go ahead and to say something. Mm -hmm. Because that's that's her realizing and like, hey, like, this is why he is the way that he is. Yeah. Because you're because doing he this. he knows that you're going to step in and take care of everything else for him. And I am indirectly in a current situation like that with someone I know. And it's just like, I've said to a million one times, I said, y'all baby this particular man. So now that he's really cutting up, y'all are acting all surprised. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, he's been able to do what he's wanted to do for so long. And you guys have always been there to bail him out of situations mm-hmm. and make up excuses for him. Now that it's out of hands and it's going to another level, now you all want to go ahead and come at him like y'all haven't been cleaning up his messes however for however long. So it's just like, at what point? And it's literally a situation to where this particular situation, it's... I don't want to say it without like giving everything away, but it's borderline abusive. Mm, okay. And I remember before things actually like hit the roof, literally like weeks ago, having the conversation of why X, Y, and Z and the excuse was on me. Well, that's my child. And I kind of created this mess. And it's just like, well, then you need to fix it. That's sad. But at this point, there's no power to fix it. Yeah. You can't teach your old dog new tricks. Especially when it comes to a child that's been here for multiple years and they know that you're going to take care of them. They know. And see, things like that scare me. Like, again, like, I'm not a parent yet, but it's just like, how do you, as a mom, how do you, Arshay, find that balance of, I want to spoil and I want to give you everything that maybe, like, I never had, but then I still want to have that balance of, I don't want to raise a spoiled brat. Um, so my mind, instead of being a parent, is not to give you everything that I didn't have, but to give you the foundation and the love and the support that you need emotionally. And then to also try to instill values and purposes in you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't shower my kids with things that they want. I give them what they need. And then we have aunties and uncles. Mm-hmm. And grandparents that give them what they want. You know what I mean? Right. So you're not looking at me as your mom to turn around and try to, you know, give you what you want. Because that ain't happening. Right. But I'm going to give you everything you need. Right. Yeah, I just... Sense of entitlement is crazy. But, like, I just don't... Again, like, I'm not a parent. But 30 years old, 
I don't care what kind of money you get. You ain't getting no goddamn fucking house. Especially when your ass got three kids or however many kids by multiple women. And especially when you're not working, you're not doing X, Y, and Z, whatever the case is. No. What is the reason why he's not working? Is that by choice? Well, this is what the baby mother was saying. I don't know, but there, but I know he had gotten like he had to keep. He's he's been in the headlines recently for like not paying paying child support. So I'm definitely not supporting that. I don't understand how you got this house, but you can't pay your child support. I understand that. Yeah, I would have been giving that money to the the baby, the baby's mom that needs the help with taking care of the kids. And I'm wondering if it's a thing of like. I spoil him because I know, like, at this point, our relationship now is just transactional. And if I don't, he's going to get upset. Yeah, it could be. Or it could be, like I said, she's trying to overcompensate for something that he's missing, lacking, or didn't have. Nigga is grown. Nigga is good and grown. But, my friend, that's all I have for us today. I don't really have, like, a undiscovered artist for um the music pod uh the music plug but my boy justin bieber dropped a new song he's back in the studio with with the blacks i can I tell i haven't heard justin thing in so long but okay i are you a justin bieber fan i used to be when he was younger i've always i can honestly say that his music has always been good um but i've always waited like you know when they come out as like child stars and then you can tell, like, the industry has made them, like, this is what you're going to sing. Mm-hmm. I've always waited for that. Tra- I've always, I feel like I've always waited for that transition period with Justin Bieber's music. And I felt like I got that with his last songs. Like, is it too late now to say sorry? You know the song? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that album, he, I felt the growth. But now Justin Bieber is back to his journals vibe. His, when he was on his heavy R&B tip. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the song a lot, but I'm very interested to see how it's going to, the rest of the album is going to play out. Okay. But the song is called Yummy by Justin Bieber and it actually dropped yesterday. Mm. So um, I don't know when the whole album is going to come out, but I'm interested. Okay. It gets my vote. Any other announcements? Um, no. Um, are you going to shout out your YouTube video, friend? No. Or Shay? Man. Shout it out. Just for you, Alex. All right, guys. So as you know, I have a YouTube channel. Thanks to Alex. Um, you can check me out on YouTube at my first name, Arshe, A-R-S-H-E, last name Moss, M-O-S-S. Um, and just take a look and see what you guys think. Don't leave any nasty comments or you would go fucked up. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Oh!